Welcome, 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 boys and girls, geeks and nerds, to another all-new edition of geek to me Radio. Today, we are joined live in studio by Max from Max on Movies, talking all things Oscars. Give us a call, 855-770-1260 for your Oscar pick, and you could win it on Blu-ray or DVD. Stand by. We're talking to Welcome once again. I am James, your host of geek to me Radio. We are joined in studio by Max from Max on Movies. Max, thanks for taking the time to come in and hang with us. Well, of course. It's, uh, it's my pleasure, James. Thanks very much for having me as a returning guest. It's sort of like, you know, you go on a date with somebody and then they, they don't call you back and then you, you think, what did I do wrong? But you called me back, I so did. thank you. I did. It was that a good means first our, date. That means our date went well. <laughs> and of course, we've got Joey ready to answer your calls. He's over there uh, standing by. So if you, go, if you want to call in, you don't have to. We're just going to be talking Oscars because the Oscars are tomorrow. And we've got uh, our little sheets in here from Movie Phone. Uh, Joey was very kind and printed those off for Max and I. Have I you got one even, over there for yourself, Joey? I didn't even have to ask yes, Joey sir. to do it, which was, which was great. We're talking Oscars, so, of course. Yeah. Of course, yeah. So we're going to be making our picks as we go down the list. If you want to give us a call, it's toll-free from anywhere in the U.S., 855 770 one two six zero. Make sure you give Joey your name and your telephone number, and we'll draw a name at the end. If you're picked, we will send you in the mail a copy of the movie of your choice on Blu-ray or DVD. So, I'd also like to at the top of the show apologize to Joey, who uh, sent me an email many many years ago, and when I was working at a different station, asking for some sort of radio advice, and I did respond to him, but it took me about five years. Well, that's actually uh, not a bad just, rate of return. I had it in the drafts folder, and I thought <laughs> I need to get back to this kid, and then here we are, and he's engineering the show. So awkward. So always be nice to people is my exactly. message to people out there in radio land. So. I've achieved my dreams, trying to chase you in the radio world. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Little did I know, one day you'd be controlling the microphone. It all comes back. It's all circular. So, uh, no, I love this list. I love talking about the Oscars. I could do 15 hours on this, but it would be very boring to a lot of people. So the fact that we only have a couple of segments here in this hour is great because it'll make this a little more concise. I do only have one shameless plug for myself, and that is to please follow me on Twitter, at MaxOnMovies, because tomorrow night I will be shunning my family and my friends uh, so I can spend way too much time and an inordinate amount of time 
time live tweeting the Oscars. And what this means is if you're watching it, maybe you get a couple of extra jokes in there. And it's kind of, if you're not watching it, you'll know who wins. Right. So I spend about four hours in front of that television uh, just giving you the worst jokes you could ever possibly imagine. It's very fun for me. Uh, so please follow uh, Maxim Movies. And you might as well do it because he's shunning his friends and family basically for you people. I really so. am. I mean, I'm not going to see my son at all that night. And my <laughs> wife is already angry with me. But I, I'm doing it for you, the listener. Exactly. So make sure you follow him at Max on Movies on Twitter. And uh, hopefully you're following me as well at Geeked Me Radio. And Max and I follow each other. So be like Max and I. Follow us. I tell you, the dates are going very well. <laughs> so let's kick it off here with, the, I, I will say, starting out of the gate, because I love my listeners so much, I reached out to uh, several different Oscar-nominated celebrities to try to get them to just call in, uh, just five minutes, call in, give us their take on the movie. And I will say, I want to give a shout out, uh, not that they're listening, but to Viola Davis's agency and to Mahershala Ali's agency, because they were both very, very nice. And, you know, if if someone is out there and they request something from you, you don't need to necessarily do it. But it's very nice to say thank you for the uh, opportunity, but at this time we won't be able to accommodate you, which is all they had to say. And Viola Davis's people and Mahershala Ali's people, very kind. They sent me an email saying we regret to say that the uh, the celebrity will not be available to call in, but we appreciate the request, which was great. So just on that basis alone, I'm hoping they win their categories. I think they will. Not to jump ahead, but I think those two are pretty much locks for their categories. Viola Davis should have been nominated for Best Actress, not Supporting, mm. but she was put in Supporting category uh, for that reason because they figured she would win that one. Right. So that's actually what they... Sometimes there's a bit of that politics behind the scenes. Not, not not that she's not deserving, but they put her in that category because she would dominate. Right. And Mahershala Ali did win the SAG Award yes. for his role in Moonlight. And that's exactly who will be voting in this category mm. for the Academy Awards. So I think that's also a lock. And... Uh, I will say I'm I'm kind of ashamed to say I did not see all of the movies nominated for Best Picture. I saw The Arrival, which honestly I thought was only okay. Uh, what were your thoughts on Arrival? I liked Arrival a whole lot because going in, I thought it was going to be your standard alien invasion movie. And as you know from having watched it, it's not really about aliens at all. It's more about humans and the human condition. And and uh, I enjoy smart science fiction, and I thought that's exactly what it was. Plus, uh, Denis Veneuve, the director, is one of the best directors working uh, these days. He's going to have a, his Blade Runner sequel, which I don't oh, think they I should make wait. one of those. But if they're going to make it, I'm at least excited. they have him involved. Uh, for people who don't know, he did Sicario and Enemy and Prisoners. He's just a phenomenal filmmaker. So I liked Arrival a whole lot. I'm a little surprised that Amy Adams didn't get her sixth nomination for her work in Arrival. I think that the um, the actress category could have used her in there. Yeah, I mean, she, she was good. It's not that the movie was bad. Don't get me wrong. But I, I will say that I got in the beginning when they did the thing with her daughter to open up. I, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be like Contact. The alien will be her daughter. Oh, I right. That's sure, why I, was yeah. kind of, I got that feel. Well, it, it. it's sort of impossible to figure out where Arrival is going to go. Something else I liked about it. Uh, if people are wondering who I would leave out of Best Actress, it would be Meryl Streep this year. I would not have nominated her for Florence Foster Jenkins. I would ra- rather see Amy Adams in there instead. And uh, so if you were going to pick, um, I, I will say I, I went to Twitter and I put out a poll. And I thank you for all of those of you who engaged with me. On Twitter, uh, the way it narrowed down, I did three different polls. If I can find my phone, there it is. Uh, three different polls, and I put three different movies up on each poll. And I figured this way it'll be like a kind of a Thunderdome thing. We'll narrow it down anyway as to what Did you do movie. a final three then of the winners? I didn't. Oh, come on now. No, I wanted to leave it up. We, for, can, do, we can do we that can do the top after yeah, the exactly, show. Exactly. We can do that, yeah. We, so we had, uh, I know on the category uh, that it was in, Hacksaw Ridge 
won the majority of the vote for that particular one. And I'm furiously scrolling down my page here to see where the uh, polls ended up because there were a lot of follow Fridays going on that had to ha- Okay, so Hacksaw Ridge beat Lion and Manchester by the Sea in my poll. So I had those three up against each other. La La Land beat out Hell or High Water and Fences in my poll. And the final poll, Moonlight beat out both Arrival and Hidden Figures. So that's the breakdown. The top three, according to my Twitter followers, are Moonlight, La La Land, and Hacksaw Ridge. And the only one of those I hadn't seen was La La Land. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. Do you want to go ahead and tackle Best Picture now, or do you want to wait? Let's go ahead and hit it while we're talking about it, yeah. Okay, well, um, I th- you know there are nine pictures nominated for uh, Best Picture this year. You have a little note here saying, what would your tenth pick be? We can also talk about that. It's interesting that Hacksaw Ridge, Moonlight, and La La Land uh, are the Twitter winners because I think this is really a two-picture race. Usually, every year, you can break it down from five to four to three to have a two-picture race. And, and this year, it's between La La Land and Moonlight. Uh, the Honest Trailers folks did a great job breaking down the Oscars this year where they when they talked about Moonlight, they said it checks all of the Oscar boxes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's based on a play and it, it's got, yeah. you know, and, and, and it's all of these different boxes. And I think that Moonlight will resonate with a lot of voters. Uh, plus, it's just one of the best movies of, of last year. It was it was, I think, number three on my top 10. I love that movie. But I think La La Land is going to win Best Picture because mm. People talk about backlash, but like you and I were talking before the show off the air, the backlash is in the public sector. It's not with the people who voted. Plus, they already voted. The voting's over and done with by the time this backlash comes out. Plus, most Best Picture winners have a backlash, whether it's The Artist or Crash, whether it's warranted or not, that happens. Even Titanic, the biggest movie of all time, had a severe backlash. So they don't care about that. They've already voted, and La La Land will not win only because it's a love letter to Hollywood, which is important, but because it's... It brings back musicals in a way that even Chicago didn't, showing the power uh, that musicals can have with filmmaking in general. So I think that uh, that's a lock. I think it's complete lock. The only upset that I could see happening is if Moonlight gets it. If it does, I would still be very happy. And that was going to be, uh, we, Joey, just let me know we got one minute left. So I, I'm going to say for my pick for Best Picture, I have Moonlight down. Um, I, I really happen. enjoyed it. No, really, it's it's amazing, just, amazing. It's immersive. It's, it takes you in places you don't expect it to be. And I will say... The three actors they got to play yes, Little I know. looked like it was the same person. It's ridiculously amazing. One of the amazing. best casting jobs. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Whoever casted that deserves yeah. an Academy Award for casting. So I will say that I'm, I'm going to give my vote to Moonlight for Best Picture. Once again, uh, here before we go to break, if you do want to call in and give your choice, 855-770-1260. Give Joey your name. And if you want to go on air with us, you can. You don't have to. And uh, we'll draw a name at the end. You will get your Oscar pick on DVD or Blu-ray sent to you courtesy of geek to me Radio. We will be back right after this commercial message, so stand by. Holy cool nothing. Hi, this is Burt Ward, Robin the Boy Wonder from the TV series Batman. You're listening to Geek to Me. Golly gee, it's fantastic. Welcome back to Geek to Me Radio. I am your host, James Enstall. I would like to give a quick shout out to historic St. Charles. Uh, I'm very proud that St. Charles is my premier sponsor for this show. And talk about unique settings. You know, they, they have all these uh, movies take place in all these different locations. They've had a couple of movies shot in downtown historic St. Charles because it's all the original buildings from the 17 and 1800s. 
uh, beautifully preserved. And the great thing is it's such a vibrant area. Just go right over the bridge into St. Charles. There's always, always, always something to do. Uh, there's unique shopping and dining experiences. You can go to Little O's on North Main, get a gooey butter milkshake. Nothing says St. Louis like gooey butter, and nothing says America like diabetes. So go grab yourself a uh, gooey butter milkshake. But they've got all sorts of fantastic ice cream selections there. And you can hit up uh, Tin Typer, get yourself an old-time photo with your family. Those are always fun, unique keepsake. Uh, they've got all sorts of shopping. I always recommend hitting the English shop. If you're a Doctor Who fan, as I am, you get your Jelly Babies, your Jammy Dodgers. And uh, go down to Magpies, get some Blackberry Cobbler, homemade Blackberry Cobbler, all sorts of things to do. And there's always events going on. Uh, just like a couple weeks ago, they had their ice sculpting event. So if you're looking for something fun to do with the family, the weather's going to be getting nicer. I know it kind of took a dip in the temperature this weekend, but spring's right around the corner. You can go to historicstcharles.com to plan your trip. All sorts of things to see and do. Head on over there, historicstcharles.com. Very, very proud that they are the main premier official sponsor of Geeks Me Radio. Back to our talk, we were discussing Best Picture just before we went to break. I'm here with Max on Movies, live in studio with me. Thanks again for coming in, by the way. Of course. Thanks for having me. So Joey V had a little notation here next to Best Picture. What would your 10th pick be if there were a 10th picture? I mean, Joey, you wrote that. Do you have a 10th pick? I know it's kind of a genre horror film, but uh, Green Room was so good. I would recommend it to anyone. One of Anton Yelchin's last films, oh, and it's, that's it's right. so scary and nerve-wracking and just perfectly done. Anton Yelchin, another one of the celebrity casualties of 2016. He's got a Star Trek connection there, too, yeah. because he was, uh, he was the young Chekhov. Yeah. And, of course, the antagonist in Green Room is Jean-Luc Picard. Ah, see, Green I, Room is fantastic. I agree with Joey. I, I enjoy that director's work. He also did uh, his first movie is called Blue Ruin, and it's a wonderful revenge picture. Hmm. Does he always have a color in the title for of the, of the ones picture? that he writes? Yes, but That's he's also a director for hire, and so those his next one he's just the director, and he it won't be a color. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I did not see that one, but uh, so would that also be then your pick? Oh, my tenth pick is a horror film called The Witch. Which uh, which uh, which came out I think uh, February March last year and it's one of the most tense uh, pictures I've ever seen. I don't think I I even heard of that one. It's uh, Robert Eggers' first film. It's set in the 17th century and uh, it's about a young family that is uh, exiled uh, from a Puritan village for being too Puritan. There you go. And uh, and they live in the middle of the woods and there's all these stories that there's a witch in the woods and they're like, ah, pshaw. Well, there might actually be a witch in the woods. Huh. It's fantastic and it will scare you very, very much. I love horror movies too, so I'm going to have to add that to the list of ones to see. It's streaming on Amazon right now. Oh, perfect. I have Amazon, so that's, that's, a, that's a good fit. Um, I know that I'm a huge geek and it was nominated for a Golden Globe. I think Deadpool would be my 10th pick because... What it did to revitalize, I mean, Fox with their sagging X-Men franchise and just uh, the, the Ryan, Ryan Reynolds did that role perfectly. Um, I think I would have liked to see Deadpool. I don't think they do enough of the type of movies like that get nominated for Best Picture. I think the only, I don't think it had a, a shot at, at Best Picture. I mean, The Dark Knight wasn't even nominated for, for, for Best Picture, and that was a well-received movie for people who aren't geeks like you and I. But I did think that Deadpool might have had a shot with Best Adapted Screenplay, mm-hmm. and it would have to be adapted because these characters exist. Right. But the fact that it it, uh, it did what it did in that in that movie, which I thought was a very funny movie, uh, I thought it had a chance for Adapted Screenplay. It does not show up, though, on Adapted Screenplay. No. But a picture in the 
DCEU, the uh, the Detective Comics that's in the universe, uh, actually is nominated for an Oscar. This is kind of flying under the radar. A lot of people don't know that uh, don't know this, but tomorrow night the DCEU might win an Academy Award. They need something <laughs> because their film Suicide Squad is up for Best Makeup and Hairstyling. It's against a foreign film called A Man Called Ove. I don't think the Academy is uh, necessarily going to be uh, up for voting for that. And Star Trek Beyond, which doesn't do anything all that spectacular when you compare it to other science fiction films. This way, my pick, my pick is Suicide Squad. I think it's going to. It's the biggest cosplay movie of all time. I think it's going to win for makeup and and hairstyling. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna put it on my list too because honestly, Star Trek Beyond. I was not a fan of that at all, and I never saw the other one. And it'd be nice to see a comic book movie win, even if it's like. Not so good comic book movie like Suicide Squad. They're judging it on makeup and hairstyle. Right. And, and again, so they're not that, making commentary on the rest of the film. They're just saying, boy, did they do a good job with that? And they did. They so did. I think it's going to be an Oscar winning film, which again, they, so there'll be a party tomorrow night. They'll say, look, <laughs> hey, we won an Oscar. Take that, Marvel. I cannot believe Suicide Squad is the Oscar winning Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I think it's going to happen tomorrow night. Well, hey, you know, the Cubs won the World <laughs> Series. Trump's our president. So exactly. Suicide Squad. Could be. Happen. That's right. <laughs> you never know what 2017 will bring. Um, so going back to the main list, best director, um, I don't know. I know Mel Gibson's nominated, which I was surprised he got nominated after again, backlash, uh, for all of his antics in recent years. I'm not taking anything away from him as a director, but I am kind of surprised that he got nominated. Would you say that's just because of the movie that he made and not so much his skills directing it or it has to do with neither of those things. Uh, you know, th- like any other place of business, you know, the Academy is made up of a bunch of different members who all know each other. They work with one another. There's a lot of behind the scenes politics. So his nomination for both Best Picture and Best Director has very little to do with the quality of Hacksaw Ridge or his job directing it. It's welcoming him back for better or worse. It's not up to us. We don't really care. But they, the, this community wanted to say, OK, you're out of film director jail. Come back. You are one of the biggest stars. You know, you've you've paid your dues. You went to rehab. You did whatever. Uh, we want to put you back on the map. So these nominations have done that because now he's taken seriously again. He's actually in talks to possibly direct Suicide Squad I heard Part that. Two, yeah. which again that seems very very crazy. But the DC is crazy. Um, for my pick for best director, I do think it's going to go to Damien Chazelle, uh, who helmed La La Land. He'll be uh, the youngest director uh, to ever win if he wins tomorrow night. But I do have a little asterisk next to Mel Gibson's name because I do think if there's going to be a big upset tomorrow night, this could be the upset. Nobody could have predicted Mark Rylance winning for Best Supporting Actor. Everybody thought it was going to be Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Mm-hmm. It was a lock. Everybody, you know, everybody got that wrong. I think if there's going to be a big upset tomorrow, it could be Mel. And I think that people will kind of hold their breath when he gets up there to make his acceptance speech because he's going to have to address everything that you and I just talked about. Yeah. So if there's going to be a big upset, I think it's Mel. But for your Oscar pool out there, probably the safe bet is Damien Chazelle. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, the arrival director. Oh, yeah, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, well, that would be fantastic just because he's – I'd be very happy with that. He's an amazing director. But I think uh, the, all the different elements that Damien had to juggle and the fact that he's so young, mm-hmm. I, I think they'll probably give it to him. It'll be interesting to see. I know that's um, we talked about. Let's let's kind of jump, if you don't mind, too, because uh, we talked about some of the less glamorous. Uh, we were talking about some of those that we kind of touched on with makeup and hairstyling. Yeah. Some of the uh, less glamorous ones, usually people get up. I'm going to go to the refrigerator and grab a soda while this one's going on. You, you mentioned a couple of these that you were always paying very close attention to, like, for example, sound mixing, sound editing. Um, what are your thoughts for those categories? 
you know, sound is so important for a movie. I, I just saw a film a, a couple of weeks ago called The Great Wall with, with Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. It is not a good movie at all. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, but Lucasfilm, uh, Skywalker Sound actually did the sound mixing for this thing. And it, and it was, I, I didn't, I didn't like the movie. I was so, I was so underwhelmed with the movie. I started paying attention to different parts of the film, you know, like, right. oh, are the costumes here and what are they doing here and how is this scene put together? Cause your mind wonders. And I started, uh, paying attention to the clashing of swords and the sounds of the monsters and the explosions. And I thought they're doing a really good job with this. And that's what people uh, uh, for sound editing and sound, sound mixing do. They focus on just that element of the movie. For those of you who don't know how the Oscars are voted on, the only category that the entire voting body votes on uh, together is best picture. Other than that, you vote in your expertise. So if you yourself make your living mixing audio for movies, that's what you vote in. If mm. you are an editor, you vote with that. If you do makeup and hairstyling, that's what you vote for. And so it really is sort of a jury of your peers, which I think is fantastic. So the people who are voting on sound mixing and editing actually know what they're talking about. Unlike that's you helpful, and I, right? <laughs> when we go, I don't know, how about Sully? And you just pick, you know. Um, it's The only nomination that Rogue One, a Star Wars story, has is in sound mixing. Now, some people would look at that and say, well, it's the only one it has. We might as well give it something. That's not how an Academy voter right, votes. Right. They don't care. They don't care that it's Star Wars. You know, they want to know which one was was mixed the best. I think that uh, Hacksaw Ridge will win for best sound mixing. A war picture is very difficult oh, to pull sure. off yeah. because of all Gunshots, the different things. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of stuff going so on. to make sure that that doesn't confuse the audience, it's something that is it would be in very high regard. So I think Hacksaw Ridge or Hacksaw Ridge wins that one for sound editing. I'd probably go for La La Land for the too. same yeah. reason because it's a musical, right? So that's how that's how you would, sync up with what they're singing. That's how you would separate editing from mixing in those two categories. And I understand that some people are rolling their eyes, but I like all this stuff. Uh, we mentioned cinematography earlier. Mm. Uh, James Laxton, his, his first nomination, I think he's going to win for Moonlight uh, because you mentioned it was uh, three different actors playing uh, the main character in all three sections of that film. The film is lit in a completely different way, mm-hmm. and so the other cinematographers will find that pretty geeky, and they'll say, "Okay, fine." And you get that award. So right. I think that Moonlight's probably going to win that as well. I've got Moonlight down just because I love that movie. And uh, I, uh, Arrival eh, didn't, like I said, wow me. La La Land and Lion I hadn't seen. I have not heard of Silence. So I went ahead and gave that one to Moonlight for Best Cinematography. I did pick Sound Mixing. I did pick uh, Rogue One because I would like to see it win. Sure. I'm not saying it's got a chance. Yeah, I, but... just, I think that they, they just don't care. They just, right. I mean, Star Wars has been kind of overlooked when it comes to uh, major awards. I mean, in 1977, it did not win Best Picture. Of course, it went to Annie <laughs> Hall. Right. Uh, and so no disrespect to Woody Allen. I'm just saying that the Academy does not really care He's about Star Wars. He's neurotic, too. He might be listening. He'll call he, in. He might be. He might say, hey, what are you doing there? Yeah. Uh, for Best Documentary, I think it's going to be OJ made in a, in America. It's a it's a seven hour epic, and it does face some some great competition from Life Animated and the Thirteenth. Uh, Ava DuVernay's The Thirteenth is fantastic, but I think OJ made in America was something that we all feel like we lived through, and I think uh, plus it's so accessible now. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's on television, it's it's on ESPN. I mean, people have seen it. I think it, that one's going to win. And we are talking all things Oscars with Max on Movies. We are going to take another break. If you'd like to call in, once again, toll-free, 855-770-1260, your chance to win your pick on Blu-ray or DVD. We will be back with more geek to me Radio right after this. Hey, God, Brian, what do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Listen to Geek to Me Radio and then try to take over the world. Narf! The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. 
That, of course, the talented Rob Paulson and Maurice LaMarche, who I had the pleasure of meeting at Marvelous Nerd Year's Eve. And I that's super cool. That that's super cool that uh, you got them to do that. Yeah, it's, were, it's kind of amazing to hear <laughs> that. You know, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, everyone's everyone was really nice down there, and we figured we'd start with open with that because we're talking about best animated feature film. And again, once again, throw it out there because uh, Max and I were talking during the break, and the date's still going well. By the way, in case you're wondering, I think so. I mean, I'm about to order dessert, so, so I hope it's going yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's going quite well. And uh, if you want to call in, maybe I should open up a little. Maybe you haven't seen. The best picture nominations as i mentioned at the top of the hour i've only seen four of the nine um so don't feel like you know i don't know anything about the oscars call in give us a call if you want to, if you'd rather give us your choice for best animated feature that's fine give us your choice for best original screenplay whatever movie you pick i'll go ahead and send you a copy of on blu-ray or dvd if you uh if your name is drawn at the end so if we have 10 people drawing you have one out of 10 chance of getting your name pulled so give us a call 855-770-1260 uh, otherwise, just kick back and uh, have a listen and see how off my predictions will be for the uh, Oscars. So we are talking about best animated feature film. Max, what was your pick for that one? Well, uh, the nominations are The Red Turtle, which just opened here in St. Louis. You also have Moana, which I'm very happy to see on there. It was in my top 10. Zootopia, which really uh, captured a lot of people's uh, imagination last year. Kubo and the Two Strings from Focus Features and My Life as a Zucchini. Now, what's interesting about these nominations, James, My Life as a Zucchini, I don't think it's screened here in St. Louis. Hmm. I can guarantee that even in the animated wing, very few people have seen this. I'm a little surprised. and I think it's a message to Pixar that Finding Dory, which I happen to think is one of the better Pixar sequels, but it's not nominated for Best hmm. Anime Feature. This might be the animated community saying, hey, Pixar, knock it off with the sequels. We don't want to see Cars 2. We don't want to see Cars 3, Monsters uh, University. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> I, again, a political reason why Finding Dory hmm. 2, or I'm sorry, Finding Dory, which is a pretty decent movie, but it was not nominated. However, in, uh, to skip ahead to Best Short Film Animated, Piper, which was a little Sandpiper short before Finding Dory, was nominated. So they're hmm. still able, to, again, to send that message to Pixar saying, we like you doing original things and not sequels. So I think that's a really interesting that's interesting. Kind of I hadn't thought about it commentary. like that. Well, I'm, I have no life. <laughs> so this is what I do. That's so a great point. A lot of people think that Zootopia is a lock. It's a Disney film. It was gigantic. But actually, I think if you look at the last couple of award shows from Critics' Choice on, uh, Kubo and the Two Strings has been cleaning up. And at the recent Annie Awards, which is just the animated community uh, voting it won as well so mm. I think it'll be a shocker for some people not paying attention but I think Kubo and the two strings from Leica Studios the stop motion Japanese epic which is incredible I think that will win best animated film I see I have for best animated Zootopia because I'd like to see a movie with a Z win <laughs> yeah, sure, so again sure. my, my picks have no rhyme or reason I just you know come to, and for uh, best short I liked Sing um, oh yeah, for 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 live action. Short, that's I'm actually, sorry, I'm that's, sorry. Yeah, live action. Yeah, I also have sing for live action. For animated, I do have Piper, uh, which is the the Pixar. Uh, the music for Piper, by the way, done by Adrian Blue, who's just a fantastic guitarist. He's coming to St. Louis in a couple months. I don't know why I'm mentioning that. Probably because I'm going to the show. <laughs> well, there you go. I've not seen any of those on the short film animated list so i'm just gonna go ahead and i'll go along with you and say piper just put piper down everybody the only people always ask me they they say max how come you have no life and then they also followed up with what's the lock what is the lock people do this for their for their office they do this among friends they want to gloat they want to have the most mm-hmm. right there's only one lock for the entire night it's not best picture it's not la la land because moonlight could win it the only lock of the entire night is in the category for best visual effects your nominations are deep water horizon doctor strange 
Strange, Kubo and the Two Strings, and Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. Oh, look at that. It's a second nomination for Rogue One. Oh, good for, nice. good for Rogue One. But the lock is the Jungle Book from Disney. You think so? There were no sets for this movie. There were a pile of rocks for the kid to jump on, and that's it. The entire picture is computer-generated, and you wouldn't know it by watching. I hmm. think, it, I think, I think it, it, it finally fulfills the promise of Avatar as far as making a, a world that we can recognize completely uh, immersion uh, – what am I trying to say? Immersing, immersing the audience in this uh, make-believe world. See, I have Doctor Strange because I was I saw it in 3D. I think you did as well. Um, but I, I loved, I'd love to see Marvel win a, you know, an Oscar for crying out loud. So maybe but Marvel wins and DC wins. Be great. You think, huh? Everything's, everything's even. But I just, I love the effects in that. Just the whole, I saw a bunch of the green screen, actual filming of Doctor Strange and the way they had them on wires and filming this, and they put all in. To see what they did after going from that green screen to the finished product of what ended up on the screen with Doctor Strange, I I was going to give it to that one. I got a text just today from from my dad, from mine, Papa, that says, hey, I saw Captain Strange for the third time (laughs) at the Dollar Show on Thursday. So I responded, he didn't go to medical school for you to call him Captain. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But he's seen it three times, and he called him Captain Strange. I love that. <laughs> love you, Dad. Thanks maybe he for listening. went to Captain D's right afterwards for lunch Perhaps. after he saw. Maybe he got just. A I just confused. think that's great, Captain Strange. I think it's great. <laughs> well, they have that scene where Mad Mickelson asks Mister no, Doctor, Mister yeah, Doctor, Mister. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Doctor Strange wins for best visual yeah. effects because I like that one quite a bit. Uh, we are coming up on another break. Was that what the hand signal was you just gave me? Okay, so we are coming up on a break. We've got a lot of Oscar picks to go through still. Uh, If you want to jump in and give us a call, 855-770-1260. We appreciate your listening. Max is here. I'm here. Joey's here. We'll be back right after this. Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, Snap Wexley from Star Wars. And it's all geek to me, my friends. We are back on geek to me Radio, and we've got... I uh, want to let you know if you're wanting to see the Oscars in a unique way tomorrow, my friend Tom Stockman from We Are Movie Geeks, who has been in on the show a couple times now, he's hosting a party at the Tivoli Theater at 6350 Del Mar, for those of you who want to use your Google Maps or your Waze, uh, tomorrow, starting at 6 p.m. down at the Tivoli. You can go down and watch the Oscars live with him. He'll be hosting it, uh, giving out some prizes, is my understanding as well. And Tom Stockman, very knowledgeable about all things movies. He will be hosting the event, so you can go. There's a uh, Facebook page if you want to check it out for the event information. Just Google Oscars, Tivoli, it should come right up. And he'd be very glad to see you out there. So 6 p.m. tomorrow. If you don't have any Oscar plans yet, there you go. You're welcome. We're going to go to the phone lines really quickly here. We just had had a Star Wars I'm Your Father moment because you didn't realize (laughs) something behind the scenes. I didn't. You've you've worked with my dad. I didn't realize I'd worked with... I I, I never connected those dots. I'm a little embarrassed now. How how are you, sir? That's all right. That's all right. That's fine. I appreciate uh, the fact that you guys are doing what you're doing today, and my ears were burning, so I figured somebody was talking about me, and then I realized Max was on with you today, James, so I knew that's what it was. So he, he mentioned uh, uh, you called it Captain Strange, but he says he thinks you may have been joking. I, I take it you were joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely a joke, yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, you know, I'm not good enough to even tell you which studio that is. Is that DC or is that Marvel? That's Marvel. Or, or Marvel. 
Okay. Uh, see, that's how non-into the geekness I am, although I truly am a geek when I talk to other people because I don't believe that I'll go and see a movie like uh, Doctor Strange three times or they won't, you know, Rogue One four times or whatever it is, you know. So, uh, well, I was asking anyhow, Max, too, did, did you call it Doctor America since you're calling it Captain <laughs> Strange? <America. laughs> yeah. Although, you know, the, the fail end when you stick past the credits, there is that connection for... Uh, what the Captain America and Thor and everybody's going to do in the next movie, which is going to be great. Exactly. Right. So, see, so yeah, I'm, I'm a little geeky. I got, I, I touch on the geek, but I, I'm, but what I'm calling for is because there's a couple of things on the, uh, you know, I, I know that sometimes people weigh money. And, you know, it's kind of like on the, like the Super Bowl, they take bets out on different boxes, you know, to win some money for right. guessing the, the, especially the ones that are like left field that may not be. Uh, the most popular bets, and they're trying to get some sort of insight. So all I'm going to say is on the best animated movie, think about the Red Turtle. Uh, because I think the Red Turtle could be the sneaker to come in there because this is a movie, uh, you'll remember the Oscar winner for Best Picture one year was The Artist, and there was no yes. dialogue in the entire movie. Yes. It's the same with the Red Turtle. There's no dialogue, but you as the audience member get gobs of uh, information from the screen and your emotions run the gamut and it's just a beautifully done motion picture. I think maybe some Academy Award voters might harken back to the artist days and go, gee, you know, here it is with uh, done with nothing but sound effects and, and music, basically. Uh, and it's and like I say, it's a beautifully shot film and it does the entire circle of life, you know, Lion King thing too. So I'm just saying, if you're placed in your bets, don't bet against the Red Turtle. Although, Kubo and the Two Strings was also great, but I think Red Turtle's going to take it. And Red Turtle, I'm, um, for those of you who don't know, Red Turtle, it's a spinoff from the Super Mario Brothers. Maybe he's a little Red Turtle got kicked down. He's the Red Turtle, the guy. Yeah. He lost his wings. Exactly, And because yeah. Luigi jumped on. Right, it was very sad. It was very sad. <laughs> and it's kind of it's him like fighting back in the Mushroom Kingdom. Exactly. Uh, no, and, and uh, to uh, mind Papa's uh, point here, Red Turtle, this will be... Uh, the animation wing of Oscar voters voting on this and anytime you can do something in animation that you can't do in real life they're going to respond to that so so yeah, it, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's it's a great point that the popularity of a film like a Moana or a Zootopia doesn't mean anything um, and yeah. I, I and I, I could see I wouldn't be surprised if Red Turtle wins but I'm, I'm going to stick with my vote for Kubo and the two strings so did you have a uh, did you have a pick for best picture while we've got you on the phone uh, well, you know, I've only, I think I've seen four of the 10. I may have seen five of the 10. I'm not real sure. Uh, and I'm not just going with popular vote, but I can't see how La La Land can't win the best picture of the year. I just can't see it. Consensus, yeah. Either that or, or <laughs> Captain know. Strange. Right. You know, everybody loves <laughs> Captain Strange. Strange. Yeah. So. Captain Strange. And, and, and one more note before I go, I also agree with, uh, uh Maximilian on, uh, you people need to see the witch. Uh, it's a fantastic horror movie. Again, very original. Uh, there's things that you don't see coming, and and they're not jump scares, but but truly, 15 minutes or so into that movie, you hear an audience gasp, a collective gasp, hmm. or you hear people going, "Oh my gosh!" And then from there, it just continues to be like Max says, very very tense. Uh, I will give the caveat about this movie that they speak in uh, 16th century uh, pilgrim English, thouist, and and you know. That I hope there's subtitles then, because I don't go for all that stuff. Well, well, <laughs> see, that's the whole point. I had to see the movie a second time because, well, first of all, I like the, the movie and the whole premise, 
But I had to see it a second time because you couldn't really go through all that dialogue for 90 minutes and catch everything. And, and everything that they say is important to the plot and sets up storylines, et cetera, et cetera. So I saw it a second time at a movie theater that had much better sound, mm. and I really appreciated it even more. Well, now I've got it on Blu-ray, and the reason I'm doing that is because I am going to geek out with the captions <laughs> because I want to make sure I don't miss any of that dialect from the 16th century because what they're saying is so germane to what the story is about. Mm. But truly, I, you know, I've been disappointed when, when I go to horror movies um, more than not, uh, and I would say that, you, you know, this is a very uh, valid uh, contender for one of the best horror movies ever made. Hmm, that's very high praise because I'm, I'm a huge horror movie fan myself. It's, it's, so it's to... phenomenal. It, really, it was my number two movie last year. I mean, wow. it's really yeah. phenomenal. It was second only to La La Land. And See, right yeah. in between yeah. Lala and Moonlight. I mean, it, it's that, that good. Wow. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to check this one out. You said it's out on Blu-ray already? Yeah, it's on Blu-ray. I just got it at the library, as a matter of fact. Fantastic. I will have to check that one out. Well, uh, thanks very much for calling in. I appreciate okay. the, the, your time. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Captain right, Strange. <laughs> Break <laughs> a leg. Thank you. Thank you. There he goes, Doctor America, right there. Doctor America, I'm gonna cart, I'm gonna start calling him Captain Strange. I think that's I think that's good. <laughs> and see, I I did not even put that together that that was yeah, your dad. I well, actually worked we, on his first show. We try to keep it a little under wraps. I understand. So, you know. <laughs> I understand. But uh, yeah, so that's an interesting pick. We've got one minute left. If you're uh, wanting to call in eight five five seven seven zero one two six zero. We are going to go through the last of our categories here. We're going to save the best actor, best actress uh, for the last segment. So uh, stick around. We're going to be hitting those topics and more. GeekToMeRadio.com. I want to thank your mother for a butt like that. Can I get some fries with that shake, shake, booby? If looks could kill, you would be an easy overshot. Hi, this is Michelle Nichols, and you're listening to geek to me Radio. We are back wrapping up our all-Oscars edition of geek to me Radio. We have Max from Maximum Movies in studio with us going through his picks as well. And uh, we're saving the best for last. So uh, you wanted to mention best original song. Yes, best original song. You've got uh, Audition from La La Land, City of Stars from La La Land, The Empty Chair from the James Foley story that's uh, performed and written by Sting. Uh, You've got Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake for Trolls. And you've got How Far I'll Go. Arguably not the best song from Moana. I think that uh, You're Welcome might be the best song mm. from, from Moana or Shiny. Uh, but uh, they're all written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who you know as the uh, the genius behind Hamilton, which has just broken all kinds of records. If he wins for How Far I'll Go, which he'll be performing on Oscar night, you have some great acts out there. You're, you're going to yeah. have... Uh, John Legend doing the La La Land music. You'll have Sting himself doing his song, and you've got Timberlake coming yeah, exactly. out. And that, yeah, That's going to be amazing. So Lin Manuel will come out to do. That. But if he wins, he'll be the youngest artist to ever egot, which of course means you've won the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. Uh, I, I was not aware he won the Emmy, so that was I was thinking, oh well, that's that might be a good one for him to get then tonight if he can do it. It, it would be incredible, but I don't think he's going to win. I think that La La Land will win Best Original Song, the best song from La La Land in my estimation, City of Stars. It ties the story together. Both of the actors sing it, but it'll probably go to audition only because of the. The, the, the emotion at the end of that movie, mm-hmm. and it was used in some of the trailers as well. So I imagine Audition will win Best Original Song. So jumping to the, the big ones, everyone's uh, always salivating over Best Actor and Best Actress. 
Best actor, you know, the, 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 the momentum seemed to be with Casey Affleck for most of award season until quite recently. And I think that uh, it's turned a corner. And I think uh, your best actor will be Denzel Washington. That's what he'll I have be, as well. He'll be the first African-American to win three Academy Awards. I think he's going to do that tomorrow night. Fantastic. I've got that one as well. And for best actress, uh, I know Meryl Streep is usually a favorite. I chose Ruth Nega just because I've seen other stuff that she's done. She has such a wide range. I love her style of acting, and I thought she really did a great job. I don't believe that Ruth Nega or Meryl Streep have a chance. This is really a three-person race between Isabelle Huppert, who has, uh, she's a French actress. She's won most of the acting awards over the past couple of months here in other award shows. But uh, but if you take her out of it, it's a two-person race between Emma Stone and Natalie Portman. This this hurts my heart, James, because this should be Natalie Portman's second Oscar. Her work as Jackie Kennedy, an American icon, is uh, astonishing. Mm. It's as good as her work that won her the Oscar for Black Swan. She should win this. I can see the momentum going with Emma Stone. I will acquiesce that Emma Stone will never have a better part than her part in La La Land, but I'm not sure that she deserves the Oscar. Mm. But it's not a it's not a category of deserving, of course. It's who the momentum's with. It's probably going to be Emma Stone. If Emma Stone didn't win for Easy A, I'm not sure how she's going to go great from here. She's great in Easy A. She's fantastic. <laughs> I don't hate Emma Stone. I right. just think that I just really I, – I, and Portman won't even be there. She announced that uh, because she's so pregnant, she's not going to be able oh, to be at the right, Oscars. That's right. Yeah. So uh, that's unfortunate too. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. My, I, it should go to her. It's going to be Emma Stone. I think it should be a requirement. You must be present to win your award. So I think she's out as far uh-huh. as I'm concerned right now. Joey V. In the couple minutes we have left, here, do you have a pick for best actor or best actress yourself? You know, I do not. I know that Casey Affleck. You know, he was not the original actor for Manchester by the Sea. It was supposed to be his brother Ben. Mm-hmm. And he was replaced. And that's kind of the theme of Manchester by the Sea. His cooler older brother dies. I'm spoiler alert. And then he's gotta <laughs> he's gotta take over for the family. So it, it's kinda imitating life there. That is true. That mm-hmm. is true. So you would go with Casey I'll go with Casey, why right. not? All right, there you go. And uh so yeah, it'll be uh, the eighty ninth Academy Awards tomorrow night if you want to catch it. And again, if you're wanting to see something live, if you want to do it uh, kind of a party atmosphere. Check out my friend Tom Stockman's event at the Tivoli Theater. It starts at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Get down there early. Uh, there'll be some uh, prizes to give away and everything else. It should be a lot of fun. And whether you're down there with Tom Stockman, uh, who is a great guy, and you're going to have a great fun, uh, fun time there, or if you're just at home, you have a b- big snacks, and you're going to watch it at home, follow me on Twitter, at Movies. I'll be... I'll be busting my hump as they say live tweeting the show for you so if you're not there to see the tweets why am i even doing exactly it? he's shunning his friends and family we just discussed that I too his, his wife's <laughs> mad at him he's gonna lock himself in a room with a large tv yes. uh foregoing interaction with his son so, so please follow yeah. me on twitter at max movies <laughs> to make the divorce worth it exactly exactly at least there'll be that in the in the in the paperwork for the divorce max thank you very much we always oh, appreciate James. your coming in the studio thank with you. us it was fun very informative and we appreciate your listening. Make sure to check out historicstcharles.com, the premier sponsor of geek to me Radio. We will be off air next week, Crampton for Basketball. Tune in March the 11th. We've got a fun show in store. And catch us on iTunes and Podomatic. Thank you very much for listening. It's not in the way you watch I sound be. It's not in the way you watch the flash. It's not in the
I love my life. Good night. <laughs>